Oh, this one doesn't feel good. So, we lost uh, who I would consider to be one of the greatest comedians on the history of the planet. Um, Norm MacDonald died. He kept his cancer a secret the entire time that he had it. Uh, he's honestly a lot of uh, a lot of my uh, material. I'm not. It's not based off of him, but like it. it I try to do it like him. Um, he was one of my true comedy idols. Like, uh, if you don't know, if you, if you aren't aware, this show is meant to be satirical. And whether or not I'm telling the truth or what I believe that, hey, you know, um, but, uh, rest in peace, Norm. This one, this one sucks. I'm, I'm not happy about it. Uh. Let's get on with the show. Alright, so for this week with Wake Up America, we are going to discuss a little bit, uh, we're going to discuss some sports, actually, because what is more American than sports? I don't know what and football being back the way that the Americans play it it I uh, it made me so happy and there is so much that, we, that we're going to dive into. But first, a word from our sponsors. Alright, so here is the deal. This is your NFL uh, update with Captain Insano and General Bacchus. Yeah. I forgot my phone. Volume on my phone was on. There we go. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, great week of football for you. Rough week of football for me. Uh, so, got quite a bit to cover. All right. On my Gatorade bottle. 
anyway. Okay. <laughs> no, there's like something on the inside of it. Now I want a refund. Oh, wow. Take a picture. Fuck. Take a picture. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you real quick. Um, Take a picture and send it to Gatorade. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Well, maybe... I... Yeah. To let them know that they suck. Yeah, maybe they'll send Chandler Jones over to my house to run my ass over too, like Taylor Lewan. Um, oh, John, man. okay, so yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'll just hop right into that and get it out of the way. You know, at least blew out the Titans, fifty nine to nothing, or fifty eight to nothing, or whatever. And they were not supposed to be that good that year either, if I remember correctly. Yeah. This is, I don't, you know, and I know week one's crazy. Week one's unpredictable. We know. We're used to it. We've been around this block before. But that was just, Taylor Lewan is the highest paid offensive lineman. Or he, I don't know if he still is, but when his contract was signed, it made him the highest paid offensive lineman in the NFL. Yeah, his credit. He had enough humility to go out there and say what everyone was telling to him was, "Yeah, I was a piece of shit today." You know, I, I he played awful. He knows it. He admitted it. That's great. Well, Jim, but God, but, there's literally no nothing. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Arizona has one of the best. F- front threes in the NFL yeah. just because Chandler Jones okay Chandler just what he had like what 19 sacks one year 13 mm-hmm. the other like he's he's a beast it's so like it's not I'm it's not entirely a on Taylor Lewan. Chandler Jones is that good. If he gets and, a couple sacks, okay, but no, I, I mean, yeah, Lawan, he is coming off of a tour. You know, Lawan was coming off of missing almost all of last season. Yeah. Now, five like, sacks from one guy, two well, forced fumbles on Ryan Tannehill as well. Yeah, I mean, it 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 would. For, Let's put it this way. If he gets 85 sacks this season, yeah. he's going to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, because uh, he's on the contract year. Yeah. So, no, I mean, he's a monster stats, too. I'm looking at, yeah, 19 sacks in 2019, 17 in 2017. Yeah. And... I mean, he's always he's always been a monster. And so you got him and TJ Watt. It's JJ like, Watt. or JJ Watt. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, you got him and JJ Watt uh, next to each other. Yeah. You know, anchoring the ends like that is, oh wow, yeah. it's insane! It's completely like it's yeah. unfair. Yeah, it Look at the unfair. Isaiah Simmons is no slouch either. Um, exactly. And- like, yeah that that line is uh, the. I put a I put two hundred dollars down on the Arizona Cardinals because uh, they're at thirty four hundred 
right now. They're at 34 to 1 odds to win the Super Bowl. It pays out at $6,800. If I lose it, I lose it. But you know what? Holy crap. They yeah. looked good. Like, yeah. I was, th- that was a game. Like, I don't know what everybody's t- been sleeping the, on them for the division. The, well, because last year they uh, they really uh, like they 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 let everybody down, but like uh, but the Titans were my AFC championship pick. Yeah, and and without being they, a homer, uh, like they they have too. Uh, for me and like yeah. i'm i'm not even a homer like yeah. i don't i don't like the titans like i'm a steelers fan yeah. and i thought the titans were uh going to the afc championship game to play the chiefs and then that happened and i'm like i i don't know what it, it's week one yeah yeah, I try to talk it up to that, but God, I think if I hadn't lost in both of my fantasy leagues, I wouldn't have been so mad on top of that. Because <sighs> let's see, our league that we're in, I I left Chris Godwin on the bench because uh, I'm I'm a fan of you know week one, you play yeah. you drafted, yeah, you know, that's why you have the draft. But, you know, so Godwin fell through the cracks on that. And, I mean... I don't know how he didn't get, end up getting drafted. That. Oh, yeah, because he, he was, like, the, my la- one of my last picks. Yeah. Um, I think it was just because... And meanwhile, Mike Evans did nothing. Um, so. Yeah. Let me check my lineup here. Um, you know, another problem caused for me by the fact that I was playing Packers. Uh, Aaron, jo- Aaron Jones, Robert Tanyan, and the defense. <laughs> I started the Bucks defense in my other league, and they got negative three. Uh, which some, I thought they would at least. I thought they would just leave a goose egg there because of the fumbles and the pick, but I guess like yards. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know what yard. I I don't think yards are actually in, at least in my league. I don't think yards count in this other one. They do. I think uh, because the the other league I'm in is ESPN, um, and we we've just always kind of had the the same rules. Is it's like points, and each defense starts off with ten points, and then like points scored in yards will decrease. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I I do think is uh, now that yeah now that now that you say it that way like you're right it's kind of goofy I mean they drive all the way down to the five and then throw a pick you played good defense uh yeah let's check this other league oh yeah I got Najee Harris in that other league uh that, that didn't go too well <laughs> for me but. In the podcast league, uh, what so what happened in the podcast league is we had uh, Team America, which is uh, me, yeah. the captain of the state, you know, yeah. uh, with 173 points. <laughs> uh, well, 
I be, um, I don't know how I ended up with the team I did because there's no way that it should have happened. Kyler but it did. Oh shit! Yeah, I yeah. Okay. Gronk Gronk got slept on in fantasy drafts. I don't know why because you know Tom Brady's gonna look for him. Yeah, exactly. Oh, good, good. J.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick on your Vantarell Edmund. You got your IDPs. Three or four of them are Pro Bowlers. Or yeah. Is Edmonds? A, I mean, if uh, Tremaine Edmonds, that's his name. Yeah. I mean, if he isn't a Pro Bowler yet, then he will be at some point in his career. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's that's that is. Uh, the way I went about it. Yeah. And I have no idea how I, how that, I drafted that. But, uh. All hits right there. For week one. Like, uh. We have Cole Kluger versus Hanging with Hernandez. Uh. Fuck. One. 160 to 149. Mm. That's 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 tough. That is that is very tough. Um well, I mean and the thing is uh it was Monday night football that that did it for mm. uh the team known as Colt Luger. Because he had Lamar Jackson, he had Kenyon Drake, <laughs> yeah. he had Darren Waller, <laughs> he had Daniel Carson. He scored like seventy points on Monday night. That's wild. Yep. Yeah. Good. That good call on him. Uh... Keeping the faith with Jamar Chase. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, his bench. I mean, his bench kind of lit up too, except for yeah, this backup tight end for the Jets. <sighs> oh, Panthers. Okay. All right, and then we got Perster versus One Division. I don't know how One Division is a name. I'm gonna, I'm gonna change their name. I don't know what to, but their name is going to be different because one division is not a name. This is the tightest game of the week. Six points. One division had two people go off and everybody else is kind of in. Yep. I would say Burster uh is gonna is gonna be all right. Uh yeah. I mean, Mahomes is your fantasy quarterback. Your that's a handicap right there. Yeah. DeAndre Swift with twenty four points. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders only had nine against the Steelers, but the that game. The, okay, the Steelers and Bills. I watched that whole game. Mm-hmm. That game was 
the Steelers' offense sucked the entire game. They scored 23 points, but it was three field goals, a defensive touchdown, and a and a ridiculous catch by Deontay Johnson. I saw that catch. Yeah, that was that amazing. Was, that was, that was, was yeah. that was spectacular. Yeah, but, I, I want. I'm glad their, I offense, their offensive line is so bad hmm. that, like. Their offensive line is so bad that they made Najee Harris, who is a complete stud, look like garbage. Yeah. So wasn't he? Didn't he have a few drops? Uh he had a few drops, but uh, but I think he was dropping the ball because. His morale was down because he's getting hit the second he hit the ball is handed to him because yeah. the line can't block like the 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 line the Steelers offensive line needs to step up. Mm. The Steelers defense might carry them to a Super Bowl. Like I seriously like they're that that defense is so good. Like that it is. They have that potential, but the offense is so bad mm-hmm. <laughs> that I have no idea what I'm looking at. They need they need another quarterback in there. Yeah, like well, speaking of no uh, idea what we're looking at, I'm going to send you that thing on my Gatorade bottle real quick. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> uh, so. All right. Uh, so then we have for uh, we have Chase Young kids <laughs> defeating Drama, which Drama's oh that that was a tight game too. Hundred forty six to hundred forty three. Maybe if he started someone besides Edo Smith right here, it would have been a little uh, less close. Yeah. Irv. Um, oh, that's Irv Smith. Ito. <laughs> Not Ito Smith. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Rojo had his fumble. Okay, I think he kept Rojo yeah. on the bench, but that was good. Yeah. You know, you know poor Rojo. First of all, I felt bad because I saw 27 fumbling and I thought, hey, muscle hamster. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wait, that's Rojo. (laughs) Yes, that is amazing. Where are the years gone? Oh, Oh, God, that is awesome. Oh, yes. Oh, good. Uh, And then the next one, the lowest scoring victor, blessed by Abraham. Oh, damn Oh, I scored second least. Okay, all right. So, yeah, the, the, he won by scoring 134. These scores are going to go down. There's no way that these scores are going to be this high 
all season. Right. But uh, it's all first week. There's always some ridiculous numbers, but <clears throat> yeah. But one thirty four is the lowest score. Yeah. And uh, he better hope that Josh Allen actually uh, doesn't suck. Yeah. Because Josh Allen looked like garbage against the Steelers. Yeah. Like, he looked afraid of throwing the football. But... I could have started Godwin and Cousins. Alright. So... All I'm right. looking at looking at my looking at my team because I lost to the uh, lowest scoring victor, and I see Cam Jordan didn't even have a tackle. I uh, he was offering played. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah, he might not have even played. It doesn't have an injury designation. Oh, he. Okay, he re didn't say whether he played or not, but he did restructure his contract on Saturday. Huh. Huh. Yeah. yeah. And the last matchup is a guy who is named the 49ers. Somebody just can call him Paul. Yeah. Because that's his name. Highest score in the league, 198 points. Jesus, what do you do? Cooper Cup. <laughs> oh, Tyreek Hill. Okay. I mean, he had he had Russell Wilson, Mike yeah. Davis, Chris Carson. Like, he had every is... single. Like, he just like slayed every position. He has yeah. Travis Kelsey. Like. Yeah. He's got those I mean, like thrift store treasures at running back too. The just the overlooked name. Like I, I forgot that Mike Davis was like, bye, I'm gonna go start somewhere. And yeah. And Russell Wilson has been money every time I've had him in a league. Well, Russell Wilson, like, realistically, should have been an MVP at one point. Yeah. Like he is one of the best. Uh, quarterbacks of the league, and he's proven it time and time again. At worst, he's top ten, and he never gets the appreciation. He, he, I mean, he got the hype like one a couple years, and now everybody's, you know, everybody's all about Mahomes and Josh Allen now. So, yeah. But looking at like the games themselves. Like, I don't know. Okay. Games themselves that I saw because I was watching Red Zone. Yeah. Minnesota and Cincinnati. How does Minnesota give that game away? They had the lead for so long. And there's like, nah, don't want it. 
<laughs> like, I don't know what. Oh my god! Like, it, it, uh, it's such a Minnesota thing. Yeah. Like that game was so. I don't know how to describe it other than saying it's a Minnesota game. Like, yeah. then I get it. Because you know, for the same reason that I mean, the Vikings should have had a Super Bowl by now, and they don't for the same reason. Yeah. Um, I mean, they just they just Vikings, man. Well. Another one to look at is uh, 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 that that doesn't that didn't make any sense to me at all. Was Philadelphia and Atlanta? Yeah, this is the real deal. Ah. I had never, like, uh, maybe Jalen Hurts is the second coming of Michael Vick. I don't know. (laughs) But, like, it was, that was a, uh, that was a lot different than what I'm used to seeing. Yeah, and our oh, and I see in our league, uh, tack on uh, four more points because he recovered two fumbles. Yeah, so, yeah, I and mean, that's just uh, he's back with Devonte Smith, who he already has rapport with. Devonte Smith's a beast. I mean, um, they didn't hand him the Heisman for nothing. I was so glad he won that. Um, yeah, just because I was like, keep it in the you know, keep it in the SEC. Don't give it to Sunshine. Under the Titans, um, <laughs> yeah, and I was already like prepped to hate on. I was already prepped to hate on Trevor Lawrence before he got drafted because I knew where he was going. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I knew where he was going in week eight of last season. Uh, I thought he was going to pull an Eli. But, yeah. Well, the thing is, I think. Uh, the Jaguars have a pretty good reputation as far as ownership goes, at least, for what they do, because they treat their players very well. Mm -hmm. So I think that has something to do with it. But I also think that them treat the way they they treat their players might be part of the reason that they suck, because they hate them. Like, like give them way too much <laughs> like yeah like but they also they 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 seem to be they they always go after the shiny thing instead of you know they could have just built an offense around Gardner Minshew i know it's not sexy to take an offensive lineman with the first pick in the draft okay cool you can trade it down <laughs> You know, yeah. they go through this quarterback carousel like Cleveland had before they got Baker Mayfield, which, I mean, honestly, I was giving Cleveland just enough as much of a chance to ruin him 
at that time mm-hmm. as make him a success. So, you know, the Jaguars are going to be the same way. I don't see why they couldn't have just built an offense around Minshew. They've, the Jags have had a history of having these young, fast, exciting receivers. Like, you know, they used to have Alan Hearns and Alan Robinson. Then they went and went to better teams. Now that, you know, they're, yeah. they wasted Mike Sims Walker the same, uh, before that. And now they're going to waste, uh, what's, uh, Keelan Cole and LaVisca Chenault. And uh, that other guy, I've got to look up the Jags receivers because there's like four of them that I would love to have. Um, yeah. Now they got Marvin Jones now uh, as the the for the veteran presence, but DJ Chark, that's his name. Yeah. Imagine uh, imagine Chark with Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. He'd, he, I mean, yeah, he'd be a monster. Yeah. But like, uh. My favorite game of the week, though, was the Browns and the Chiefs because the Browns sit there and put a hurting on the Chiefs and then do nothing the rest of the game. And the Chiefs just come back and beat them. And, like, beat them bad. Like, yeah. It, it looked like a game where they spotted them points. Like that, it, it, that's literally what it looked like. It's like that, into Mahomes's thing, yeah. Like it looked like it. It literally looked like they spotted them points, <laughs> and they decided at a certain point. Okay, now it's time to go. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, Andy Reid's halftime adjustments. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, like how 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 is that in a a a way to run an offense? Yeah. I don't know, but and without Tyron Matthew and Frank Clark. Yeah, I mean uh, on the defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're and they're. Levy, de- Le'Veon Bell was out for the offense as well. Yeah. Um, well, Le'Veon Bell's uh, with the Ravens. I was watching the wrong game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Love but, yeah. I saw it. I, uh, this whole weekend is blurred together. Le'Veon Bell did not play for the Chiefs on Sunday. Either way, I'm right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell's with the Ravens. Yeah. Uh, so is Devontae Freeman and Latavius Murray because yeah. the Ravens have 800 injuries. We got to we got to get formerly injured running backs to replace our currently injured running backs. Yeah. Yeah. And like no, over the, the, safety and the doctor took out Marcus Peters's ACL and threw it into the fucking stands. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, that was, I've been waiting to say that all week. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Oh man! Appreciated. Oh. Uh, are we still uh, talking about the Browns and the Chiefs? Ah, uh, you know what? I I only watched the first half of that game because I saw it twenty-two to ten at halftime, and I'm like, Holmes is about to piss me off. Yeah. By winning. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I yeah, I watched that. I watched the entire game yeah. because I was working, uh, and I just decided to watch it. And yeah, it, I was watching it, and I could tell from. The point that the Chiefs came out at halftime, I knew the game was over and the Chiefs would win. Yeah, like the Chiefs walked out of the boat. Uh, like it was it it wasn't when they walked out of the uh, tunnel, but it was like the first couple plays. I was like, "Yeah, the Chiefs are gonna win." <sighs> yeah. Like, I and the thing is. I will always have a negative opinion of the Browns, mm-hmm. so I can't have a, a, a objective opinion about them. Yeah, but I said the Browns were going to lose from the beginning, and they did. They are now 0 and 18 on their last 18. <laughs> uh, well, they have a tie with the Steelers. God. Um, uh, for uh, like the last for starting the season, like you're you're playing a team that was in the Super Bowl. I I knew they weren't going to win. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how they were going to lose. I just knew they were. Yeah. <laughs> because there's no way they're going to win. Yeah. It was still a shootout. And then it was the game of the week for one whole day. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean the Chiefs are going to be contenders as long as that as long as that offense is all together. Um, yeah, Travis Kelsey is going to be the best tight end in the league until he gets injured or retires. Um, and yeah, I mean they're they're here and they're the objective in the AFC is to beat the Chiefs. And it looks to be that way for the next few years. Yeah. yeah. We could, I mean, the Titans and the Titans fans have been puffing their chests about, you know, oh, Tannehill's putting up Mahomes numbers. Yeah. But you know what? All that had to stop this week. You know, you got, you got to win. The Chiefs are still the standard in the AFC. And I know it's week one, but they reiterated that. Yeah, uh, I think the Patriots are better than we th- than we think they are. Mm-hmm. are but, yeah, Mac Jones, I've heard good things about, and apparently Ramondre Stevenson, the uh, rookie out of Oklahoma, running back. He was, I, I think, he was returning punts uh, in the preseason, but apparently yeah. he was looking really good in the preseason. They've got a, a no a Mac Jones. Mac Jones looked good. So, uh, if Mac Jones look good, Mac Jones looks good. 
Uh, I don't know what is going to be the uh, end game for somebody else. Because if Mac Jones looks good, uh, the Patriots are probably the best team in the AFC East. Yeah, because like, oh, they got Van Noy back on defense, right? Yeah, the like yeah. they like all the defensive players got are back mm-hmm. that opted out last year. Yeah, is I mean, yeah, they lost to the. I mean, they lost to Miami yesterday, but it just depends on how quickly he learns the offense and he adapts to the NFL. And so, if he adapts to the NFL quickly, uh, the Patriots are the best team in the AFC East. Yeah, um, and congratulations to Bill Belichick for taking one year to rebuild the team. Yeah, like <laughs> I, 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 I hate him. Yeah, because I mean, every the, and the Patriots were kind of an afterthought heading into the season too, and and they still the Dolphins still beat them. Uh, but you know, yeah. cause I, I was, cause I was thinking, you know, this is the bills division for a little bit. And then, you know, the dolphins will threaten them for it, but we'll still be wild card. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, and the Patriots losing week one, ain't no thing because we know what the teams look like by week six. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, we'll see what's going to happen because the Patriots is a foolish, foolish thing ever. Yeah, like I, the Patriots weren't bad last year. There's, there's average. They were just boring. Yeah, there's average. There, and, there, there were the Titans with Travis Henry at running back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean. So they're not gonna piss me off, but don't buy tickets in January. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um other news, uh Ryan Braun retired. Mm-hmm. Uh that's that was uh out of left field. I didn't expect that because he's pretty young. Pun intended or no? Uh oh. well, maybe yeah. He just, re- he just, nah, whatever, I retire. Yeah. And you know what? Good for him. Yeah. Uh, he, he did. So, I mean, he, uh, he, I mean, he accomplished pretty much what he's going to accomplish. He'll yeah. be, he'll be a, uh, if he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, he's still going to make the Hall of Fame. So, I mean... <laughs> Wait, yeah. Is that after this season, or did he just say, eh, I quit? I don't know. I, I didn't have to exactly what happened. I had to verify because I never pay that much attention to baseball, but I see that if the season yeah. ended today, the Brewers would be the NL Central champs. And I thought they were doing really well. So I, I would assume that means... 
he wants to get a World Series. Yeah, I I hope. It, yeah, I think it's he's. I think he's retiring at the end of the season. Is what it is. I didn't but I didn't look. Actually, he should end the season today because the uh, the because they there would be a uh, tiebreaker for the second wild card game between the Red Sox and the Yankees, and I think that is a very good reason to end the season today. Oh God! You're always gonna love it. Old yeah. people fighting each other and yeah. No, any any reason to keep the Red Sox and the Yankees out of the playoffs is good. No, you had uh, I just wanted <laughs> to see them play each other. Well, yeah, them, them them playing each other is fine because the fans will fight each other, and that'll actually be that'll actually be entertaining of television right. because, like, I can't stand baseball, but mm-hmm. like anymore. Because it's just home runs and strikeouts. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, there's no like, base work anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game has changed so much. Like, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. like, if there's a really good pitcher, I'll watch a really good pitcher. But that's about it. I was. Uh, did I ever tell you about that uncle I had? You know, because of course my dad's side of the family is from Massachusetts, and. Did I ever tell you about that uncle I had who just bled baseball? Ah, um, uh, not. Ah, uh, go for it. But yeah, no. So, so I mean, our uncle staying with us. Uh, first of all, he was staying with us when the Red Sox broke the curse, which was, I mean, that was cool. And you know, I he didn't know how to use a computer. Uh, it's 2004. He didn't know how to, you know, he was an old head. He didn't know how to use a computer. So I pulled up the Boston Globe for him. Um, you know, got to read all about that. He was, I mean, it was literally the happiest I'd ever seen him because he was usually kind of one of those, you know, Kvechi types. Um, yeah. You know, not a miserable guy, but always, you know, got a little something to complain about. Um, so, you know, I watched that live with him, but I also was watching live with him when Pedro Martinez threw Don Zimmer on the ground. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'd never seen so much humanity leave that man in one moment. <laughs> Cheering for this buff guy in the prime of his life throwing down an old fat man. He's just like having the time of his life watching it. Uh that that was he one of the thing yet, really. So he was like, "Man, I wish we could like rewind it and replay it." That was one of my favorite moments yeah. in like in baseball history. Yeah. Anytime the like, Red Sox and the Yankees start fighting, like Pedro punching. An old guy. I'm like, oh god, that is awesome. Right. That was one of the that was one of the greatest moments in sports history. Yeah, like there, there is like set a standard. Like, it like, it is one of the greatest moments in sports history, whether people want to admit it or not. Like, I don't care what you're like, uh 
position is on like any sort of being yeah. a you know like a purist of the sport. No, it's one of the greatest moments in sports history because you know like these like, are, it wasn't just two teams or two men fighting on the field. It was two cities fighting. Exactly. And that's yeah. it, it's something that I, I feel like a lot of smaller market sports fans Ooh. can't really grasp either is that how batshit insane Northeast sports fans can be. Uh yeah. Yeah. And I mean uh yeah, if if yeah. if you go to a game uh so I'm close enough to the northeast like mm-hmm. where fans are already starting to be crazy, but like once you get to Philly, uh that like I mean yeah the Pittsburgh fans are crazy, uh the Philly fans are crazy, the New York fans are crazy, the Boston and France are crazy. Like yeah. yeah, it's it's uh yeah no it's yeah it was funny too. My girlfriend was downtown uh before the night before the AFC Championship last year, so all the Bills fans are in town, and uh. So she ends up uh, actually meeting Josh Allen's family, and so she's talking to you know, and she's just talking to some of the Bills fans. We're we're both haters because I never really cared until I went to Arrowhead. Yeah, now I'm like fuck this city and fuck this team when it comes to the Chiefs. But you know, she she's never liked them, and she goes, you know, just just be careful at Arrowhead. And she goes, honey, we go to Foxborough every year. <laughs> yeah (laughs) yeah that same uncle that i was talking about if if the yankees would start beating the red Sox, the pillows are getting thrown at the tv (laughs) yeah it's just different yeah like it's (laughs) yeah no it's it's a different type of it is a completely different type of fan like uh, I mean, yeah, I'm he like, uh, so watching the game. So I was, I'm watching the Bill Steelers game. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure 90% of America watching the game is like, oh, Steelers have this in the bag. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it, saying, oh, thinking, how can the Steelers screw this up? How is this? How are they going to find a way to prevent four? Prevent four. Like it's like, how are they going to find a way to ruin this? Yeah. And I'm gonna, and I'm gonna end up, <laughs> you know. It's like so, like that's. (laughs) 
<laughs> that pessimism that makes you wonder why you even watch sports. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's just gonna do this to me. <laughs> it's like you, you did this to me. Right. It's like yeah, no, like yeah, I I get more stressed out watching sports than I do anything else. Ray Lewis, Ray Lewis ruined my life. Oh man, like, like, like watching Jake Paul beat Tyron Woodley, yeah. that was one of the worst things that has ever happened in the history of my life. Yeah. It, as far as I'm concerned, because regarding sports, yeah, it was one of the biggest. Like, I don't even know. Calling it a travesty is an insult to travesties. Yeah, like I don't know what to call that. Yeah, it, it's it was the like, biggest mockery of boxing since the last fucking celebrity card. Yeah, and then, and then a, a few weeks later, there's a card with, uh, was it? Uh, Holyfield fighting Belfort, and then uh, and Anderson Silva fighting Tito Ortiz. Was that the one with Donald Trump doing live commentary? Yes, okay. and it was it was entertaining. Yeah, and I want to see how Trump calls a boxing match. It was entertaining, and he the punch because he's a loser. <laughs> it was it was it was entertaining and Anderson Silva killed Tito Ortiz. Like it was it was something I have never seen before. Like he just stood in the corner and did a shoulder roll out and he threw a hook and knocked his ass out. It was amazing. It was brutal. It was great. I I loved it. And... Yeah, I'm watching the uh, knockout right now. Oh, you're... yeah. Oh, he just yeah. Yeah. He just don't even look that hard, but he just falls. No, Anderson has a lot of power because yeah. he's precise. Like that, like his precision has a lot of uh, has a lot to do with his power. But the thing is, he also has a lot of power. People don't like. I don't like people sleep on Anderson's power. Like Anderson knocks uh, knocks a lot of people out. Yeah. Like, like no, he, he can hurt people. Yeah. You know, like. He'll be even with you too. And was was it the the second fight with Kale Sonnen that he had or whatever? You know, they're just kind of working, 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 and then he lands the one kick. Or was that the fight before that? Uh yeah, yeah. Silva, he'll just land. You know, he just lands the he look he waits for that one perfect shot. Yeah, he yeah. It's, that's all he wants is he wants to hit. He wants he wants. I, honestly, all all I think he wants is 
like a, a uh, moment to put as as a uh, backdrop on his wall. I honestly think that's all it is. Oh God. I, I see. I mean, if now oh. if you if you're watching Belfort versus uh, Holyfield, I'm watching that now. Oh my goodness! It's not even a fight. The yet the. Video description is, please, Evander, retire from boxing once and for all. We all love you. You don't deserve this. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he just he just looks tired. Like, he's here because he has to be. And Belfort, Belfort looked ready to fight. As well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Mike Tyson... Is still boxing. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, have, him, have him do one of these matches. Oh, my God. Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's just, he's just slow. He's getting worse. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Who would have ever thought we'd see Evander Holyfield slip and fall in a boxing ring? Yeah. These celebrity fights, I mean, these celebrity fights got to end, because that wasn't even, like, funny, can bitch about it funny. Like, that was just sad to watch. Like, Yeah, exactly. Somebody give this guy a daiquiri and put him in a pool chair like, and tell like, him to not do anything. Yeah, like Holyfield needs to just be an old man yeah. and just and just be an old man for the rest of his life. Yeah, just enjoy the rest of your life. Yeah, just you've got uh, one and a half years to begin with. And, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was rough. Uh, yeah. All right. Other NFL that we need to cover. Bucks and Cowboys. Mm. Fun. Yeah. yeah, that was a good game, but there's no reason the Bucks should have won. <laughs> None, zero. So, are you talking about the Godwin play or? There's like a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of, like the entirety of the game. Yeah. Like there's no reason the Bucks should have won. I mean the cab the Cowboys never really established the run either. And honestly, but I, I was I was saying this between there were three picks in that game. Two was it two by Dak and one by Brady? Or the other way around. Uh two by Brady, one by Dak. None of those picks were the quarterback's fault. Exactly. Yeah. It was just a bummer. Like, again, week one, knocking the rust off, the receivers are not going to be able to catch. Um, yeah. That was almost. And that like the worst receivers' fault interceptions of the week. Because then uh, 
that one ball went through Willie Sneed's hands <laughs> in overtime last night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the Bucks. I mean, and of course, when there's one thirty left in the game, and you see Tom Brady sitting on the bench staring at the ground, you know who's gonna win. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, uh, the Cowboys even didn't. They didn't really. They didn't really establish the run. I mean, the the Bucks didn't make it their problem outside of Rojo. Um, are how do you? Because I know I watch Urinating Tree on YouTube. He's a huge Steelers fan. So, like, do you hate Antonio Brown seating in Tampa Bay as much as he does? No. That's what I want to know. Okay. Anto- I just wanted to know how you felt. Antonio Brown has a Super Bowl ring. Um, he has reiterated that he has a whole lot of money. No. I, <laughs> it doesn't. It. 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 It just shows how, why he got kicked out of Pittsburgh in the first place. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and you've also shared your feelings with Tomlin on me, uh, to me, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break here. All right. Ad break. Oh, I made it. All right. This thing on. Can you hear me? Oh, shoot. We got 50 seconds. All right. Yeah. Okay. 
so we lost one. Yeah. Uh, Turd Ferguson. Yep. He, uh, this, this one hurts. Yeah. He's, he's one of he, like, I, uh, said earlier in the show, uh, he's one of my Collie Isles. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, the fact that he had cancer for 10 years. Yeah. And he hit it. You know. <laughs> that's uh, I you know uh, that's something I would do probably. Yeah. So I understand. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he didn't want people to, you know, stand around feeling sorry for him. Um yeah, he wanted to make you know his his job, his life's work was making people smile, and again we were and we were saying this uh, off off the recording, but to keep that so behind closed doors through most of the 2010s up until now seems almost impossible and that's i mean yeah you'd think like you know even you know a little sanity tech or something at the hospital would have whispered to somebody or something and so whatever you know whatever they did to keep that under lockdown uh it's definitely yeah. worth studying. Uh, definitely worth studying in this day and age. Uh, but I mean, even though, but again, back to just not wanting anybody to find out because he, Norm McDonald's life's work was to make you laugh, not cry, not worry about him. And, you know, he got to spend the last decade of his life with people thinking about his comedy rather than his cancer. So he accomplished that. And he was just, just one of the, I mean, that shows how much he lived for his craft in a way I feel. Um, but yeah, I mean, such an influence such an influence on comedy for you know, for both of us um Probably. you know j- just really brought that deadpan style into the mainstream um you know from that we've seen you know i mean i would say we wouldn't have anthony jesselnick without yeah. norm mcdonald like yeah. it, like the the roasts and things like that, like it. I don't think they would have been as eviscerating mm-hmm. without people like Norm Macdonald. Mm-hmm. And what's funny it, when Norm actually got 
asked to do was Rose. He did the complete opposite. Yeah. He said nice things about everybody. He did. And, and, and he didn't hurt anybody's feelings intentionally. Yeah. Because his whole point of comedy, it was, I'm doing the opposite of what you want me to do. Yeah. And he did it perfectly. Mm -hmm. And it's sad. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, we lost an icon. Yeah. Uh, a pace setter. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the evolution of that to, you know, the, the randomness and, you know, the little bits of random and dark humor that you can find everywhere now. You know, yeah, it's like when when you, you know, with Black Sabbath influencing a metal band, they're there somewhere. You yep, know, that's that's the way Norm Macdonald was. Um, yep. So, you know, he, I, time will hopefully be kind to him mm. and he will, you know, be mm. constantly remembered as much as, you know, other dead greats like Carlin and, you know, uh totally different but still you know a trailblazing legend in the same league yeah i mean uh, like he's in the same league with hicks as far yeah. as i'm concerned yeah you know uh, bill hicks yeah excellent uh, you know like i yeah. i i think like as far as the comedy mind like there's very few that were at the level yeah. of uh norm and it was uh, it was always special to see uh like what he was able to come up with <laughs> well, i mean like, to, I, i'm gonna have to catch like, snl this week yeah i mean i mean like uh after the oj verdict mm -hmm. <laughs> that was that was one of the best things that i mean he got fired for it and then rehired him a couple weeks later. But I mean, the OG verdict uh, thing is one of the best uh, pieces of satire I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, like, it is beautiful. <laughs> Um, like he, he, yeah, he, his show that he had on Netflix and YouTube was good, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, it's yeah, it's it, it's a little rough, but. Uh, hmm. But we can, um, we did skip a couple games. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
Well, let's see. We've got football team. Hmm. We got the uh, the Chargers beat the football team twenty to sixteen. Uh, uh, I didn't. I saw a little bit of this game because yeah. of red zone. Uh, Justin Herbert looks like. Uh, uh, he is so. I don't know what the word is. like. Everybody says he's so poised, but that's not the word I want to say. He has some level of leadership mm-hmm. that I don't understand because he's able to get these guys to just do whatever is necessary. Mm-hmm. And it's it like I don't know how it's working, but like looking at what he did last year and then some of the and then what you know how the game this year went. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, like, I don't. There, there's something about him, just him himself. Yeah, he he doesn't seem to make those like bad rookie mistake. You know that every new quarterback makes, even if they're great. Yeah, and I mean this. This is no sophomore slump so far. Um, I mean, I mean the. 31 of 47, 337 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Uh, that's, I mean, you didn't lose the game, and uh, that's a pretty Philip Rivers stat line right there. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. Looks like Eckler had a rushing touchdown. Uh, Herbert's passing touchdown was to Mike Williams. Uh, Keenan Allen had nine catches for 100 yards. Uh the Chargers are making a case. Um, we'll just, like, the, the litmus test, of course, comes with their divisional opponents because it looks like the whole AFC West got better. Uh, yeah, it did. Yeah. Like, like, the Raiders actually look like a football team, finally. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, Instead of just a bunch of players, you know, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks like a football team. They only and, gave 27 points. Yeah. That's a huge deal for them. Uh, yeah. Because it used to, I mean, it used to be, I would pick up players off the waiver wire if I needed one, if they were playing the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, this receiver's playing the Raiders. He'll probably get 100 yards and score. Um, yeah, it, it was it was just bad. But I mean, they they looked good, and I I saw um, my man Mariota had one carry for thirty one yards. I really wish they'd kind of use him, kind of like a Taysom Hill. Um, there's some possibility of that, but they got a lot of a talented receiver. 
too. I mean, yeah. If Carr can stay healthy. Well, yeah, it has to do with his uh, offensive line. Yeah. If his line, you know, if his line stays good, he's yeah. going to be all right. But I mean, that's the case for a lot of these guys. Like, like being a homer, yeah, watching the Steelers game, like Roethlisberger had maybe two seconds yeah. to get the ball out the entire game. Like, uh, no, I, yeah. that doesn't fly. A quarterback that's pushing 40 needs a little more time. Yeah. Yeah. No matter yeah. how smart he is. Oh, the Raiders, uh, and even with the O-line, I mean, Richie Incognito was out for that game. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, well, Richie Incognito somehow finds a way. I had to bring him up. <laughs> somehow finds a way to get himself involved in the NFL every year. <laughs> and they get hurt. It's like, I I don't, like, so he intentionally, he intentionally race baited somebody. <laughs> he called that one guy up and threatened to kill his family or something when he was playing for the Yeah, Dolphins. how is he still in the league? I don't fucking know. How is he still in the league? There's no reason. <laughs> like, this guy is one of the worst people on the planet. Like, he's he's the first away game, he's going to be going Ron Artest in the fucking front row. Like, how, like, I, I was, when I saw Richie Incognito was still, was still employed, I was like, what? How, what? What is going on with the NFLPA? <laughs> Another thing. I saw him on the sideline, and I was like, what the hell? Of course he plays for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like, yeah, he has to play for the Raiders. There's no other choice. Tonight's Gruden uh, grinder goes to Richie Incognito for throwing a full <laughs> beer at a child. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, like, oh, shoot! I what was I going for? Like, they, they, they. I, I. I don't know how he is still in the league. Like, he threatened to kill somebody. Uh, I mean, Tim Lambesis did did three years Yeah. for that. Well, he actually I, tried to go through with that. Well, but still. I mean... Well, I think he was set up because his ex-wife brother is a cop. Oh. 
So the yeah. more you know. Yeah. Do 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 do. Yeah. yeah. I I pot right there. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, see, I I think he like he might have been a a bad like a, he was probably a bad boyfriend or something like that or husband or whatever, and he was just like. I gotta figure out a way to get him out. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, Richie Incognito. <laughs> Richie Incognito. <laughs> he, because he's incognito, yeah. there is no way you can find him. <laughs> oh my goodness. He's actually been in the league for like 30 years. It's just he used to wear a wig and call himself Robert Gallery. <laughs> it's like, it's like, he used to be Mike Webster. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> <God damn>. <laughs> <laughs> That's Webster why. He used to be Mike Webster. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness uh yeah unfortunately oh man uh, yeah this is why uh, we sponsor ourselves <laughs> oh my goodness yeah, hey, yeah, that that was a goofy overtime. Peyton and Eli were great. Um, yes, they were funny. The it was that, really nice. Apparently, the TV ratings were low, but I'm going to chalk that up onto every every bar had the regular cast on. I mean, the, the yeah, the Peyton and Eli cast. I mean, it was it it was cool for a little bit, but unless you like have played football most of what they were saying was probably going to go over your head yeah uh, but the thing is I enjoyed the Peyton Eli one way more than the, than the other broadcast yeah. by a lot like, I didn't it even see more, who was calling the uh, was like it? I don't know it's probably some some schmo because ESPN doesn't have anybody worth half a half a darn to you know yeah. like like uh, like I mean they had like Brett Rifkin or something like a couple of years ago or uh, I I. Oh, uh, this year it's uh, Steve Levy, Brian Greasy, and Lewis Reddick. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, same. Uh, so it's going to be boring, very boring. Yeah, bore beyond boring. So why even watch it? Like, mm -hmm. how how can you make content that is worse than Monday Night Raw? You put Steve Levy as the head <laughs> of the uh, broadcast team. Like, why? Uh, okay, Pat McAfee tried out for Monday Football. 
How did he not get it? He, he would he would definitely let a it, something flip on well, a podcast. Uh, oh, See, well, he honestly does a lot of things on Raw uh, or SmackDown that I'm like, you can say that on SmackDown. Well, yeah, I yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but, dude's an Attitude Era color commentator, and I love it. He's he's great, but. Yeah, he he's a fa- he's fantastic when it comes to commentary. Yeah. That's the thing. Like he's a personality. Yeah. Like I don't know why people why people like I I I know that he says some offensive things, but I'm pretty sure he knows how to not say cuss words. Right. So like, like he would be the guy, you know. It's yeah. like when they had Dennis Miller on Monday on Monday Night Football, you know. Like mm-hmm. Dennis yeah, Miller was hilarious. Tony Kornheiser was great on Monday Night Football, mm-hmm. and they kicked him off. Like anybody who is good. They found a way to kick them off, right? And you know when it when it comes to the personalities, uh, I'm I'm gonna go back to you tree for this. Um, see, he nailed it in another video. So ESPN just has guys who just read the stuff to you and go on with their day. You know they they haven't. Yeah, you know there there were there. Isn't another Stuart Scott on there? Um, it, there's just all the personality's been sucked out of it, and I mean, I can mute the TV and look at stats and get the same effect. Um, there's just, and it's all, and you know, of course, their their daytime lineup is all hot takes now. Yeah. Uh, so you know, that's that's stupid in its own way. Um, but because I mean, the only person who should be making hot takes is Stephen A. Because that's his job. You yeah, know? I mean, first take is the overreaction show. The yeah, rest he, should be sports journalism. Yeah, like Max Kellerman mm-hmm. is beyond annoying, mm-hmm. and like. I think the only reason he's still with ESPN is because he's the first host of Around the Horn. Yeah. That was my favorite Max Keller. Yeah. You know who they could bring in? This might be, it would just mix things up. And it was a name I haven't seen in a while. They could, they could bring in Jim Rome for something. Well, Jim Rome is on CBS Sports. Yeah, well, does anyone watch CBS Sports? Nobody watches CBS Sports. <laughs> okay, oh, so, so uh, wouldn't he want to come over then? I mean, he, I'm, he, he got a pretty good contract, so I don't know what the deal is. Hmm. Yeah, I just like, looked him up. And I was like, okay, you know, I mean, he hosts a little radio show, but 
Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, pretty, uh, yeah. Okay. But either way, yeah, so, uh, what else we got? Uh, uh, so Sam Darnold beat his old team. Uh, yeah, yeah. Panthers beat the Jets nineteen to fourteen. Everybody expected the Jets to lose, but uh, Darnold twenty four thirty five two seventy nine one score no picks. Uh, Christian McCaffrey doesn't look like he's lost a step. Uh, Robbie Anderson, who I almost I kept looking at in fantasy, but I'm like, hey, he's kind of not delivering for me. 57 yard touchdown. He doesn't catch of the game, but man, yeah. No, Corey Davis is is the uh, is the man in New York. Yeah, I I tried to grab him. I've tried to grab him in fantasy and failed twice. Because I I knew he'd be a a beast there. I mean, they needed a they needed a number one receiver. Um, Jamison Crowder is has injury issues um and i mean they got they got him and then i wouldn't be surprised to see denzel mem start to emerge now zach wilson 20 of 37 258 yards two touchdowns one interception pretty good first game in the pro yeah uh We'll we'll see what happens with the Jets. I mean, overall, they're still a weak team. Nobody's, you know, saying, oh, they're going to make the playoffs. But they're going to ruin a few people's days, I feel like, this year. Yeah. They're going to, like, knock someone out of the playoffs in December. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be – they're going to play a spoiler at some point. Because – because they are a tough team, mm-hmm. and they, I mean, yeah, there's no reason to believe that they wouldn't. Yeah, just December and January. So the, their last, uh, so from December to January, here's, uh, these are four of their, they've got the Eagles on December 5th. And I mean, the NFC East is going to be a—it's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, I don't know who's going to come out of that. Um, they've got the Saints on December twelfth, and it, the Saints doesn't look like there's as many problems as we thought there were in New Orleans. Um, I don't see them spoiling that game, but I mean, they—they they do go to Miami on December nineteenth. Yeah, that's they, that's well. That yeah, and then their season, uh, their season finale, they go to Buffalo. That's another spoiler game. Yeah, so they might be able to just. I mean, honestly, you were talking about the Patriots winning the AFC East earlier. It might be thanks to the Jets. They, it looks like they're set yeah. up to be able to do that. If yeah, close enough. Um, See, yeah, like I don't think the Patriots are that good. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of. Uh, their defense is good enough 
And I think that the rest of the uh, I the rest of the vision mm-hmm. is gonna fall off enough. Yeah. I I I don't think the like what I saw from the Bills against the Steelers, like it did not look good. So the the magic of last year is kind of wearing off a little bit. Yeah. And the Dolphins, they just they just have a young team and they'll get there. And Brian Flores has, I mean, grown so far um, as as a coach down there. And okay, well that's that's a huge difference for the Jets. I get it. Okay. I just Googled and checked that uh yeah, Adam yeah. Adam Gase is unemployed, so that might have something to do with it. Yeah. 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 Uh yeah, there's there's just massive spoiler potential. They got the they got the Bucks on January second also, so I don't see him winning that game. I mean there's just there's there's five possible spoiler games and they also have the Jags the day after Christmas, which will probably yeah. that'll be a toilet bowl game. Uh yeah, the Jags are, are the Jags are garbage. Yeah. It's like, not that I don't even have no faith in Trevor Lawrence. I have zero faith in Urban Meyer. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Urban Meyer has shown that he knows nothing about running an NFL team. Yeah. So and I, you know, and I, I want him to fail. <laughs> Good. Yeah. yeah. I. I mean, I. I didn't. You know, I agree. He's. I mean, because he coached the Florida Gators and the Ohio State Buckeyes before that, so he's literally given me zero uh, reasons to like him ever. And you just say, and our damn, yeah, like, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. You say yeah. Utah State also? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I have a Utah State shirt, and I don't even know how I got it. Well, probably, you know what? Urban Meyer probably uh, came in uh, through your dreams or something. Yeah. Give me your t shirt. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's got, there's something wrong. There's something wrong with that, dude. <laughs> I, like, he, he's he's coached a lot of places. Mm-hmm. And we're, like, and we're okay. hearing reports that like people are getting tired of his temper in the locker room. Yeah. Which uh, he never struck me as that kind of guy, but uh Trevor Lawrence, twenty eight of fifty one, three thirty two, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Why is he throwing the ball 51 times? Because they were behind the entire game. It doesn't matter. Uh, Uh, Top rusher Carlos Hyde, nine carries, 44 yards. James Robinson, five carries, 25 yards. 
Yeah, James Robinson, who is a absolute beast, yeah. should have 15 carries mm-hmm. a game. Yeah. So, yeah, Urban Meyer's just an idiot. He does not know <laughs> how to run a run an offense for a for an NFL team mm-hmm. and watching an Ohio State coach just just flail yeah. and die and burn is going to be amazing i i love it cuz i hate ohio state more than anything like Ohio State is right up there with my hatred for the Patriots. You know. Yeah. Like, it's... The Flyers. Uh, yeah. And the Flyers, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> These Houston Texans, though, this... That, we've had multiple... Yeah. Multiple career revivals just on the stat sheet right here. Tyrod Taylor, 21 of 33. That's a normal number. 291 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Mark Ingram, 26 carries, 85 yards, one score. Phillip Lindsay had a rushing score. Tyrod Taylor took the ball himself four times, four yards. Brandon Cooks, uh, that stat line looks like New Orleans' Brandon Cooks. Uh, Yeah. Danny Amendola is still in the league, I found out from watching that game, and he scored. Well, so he actually he was actually signed that week. Oh. Yeah, I found out. I found out. Yeah, I I was looking at that because when you mentioned uh Danny Amendola being in the league, I was pretty sure he was retired. Yeah. Uh and then <laughs> uh yeah. It was basically, yeah, this week he uh, came out of retirement. <laughs> so. Hey, this is totally Bill Belichick. <laughs> you, should, you should come out of retirement. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. David Johnson had a touchdown, too. He got, I mean. Yeah. Ingram, Lindsay, and David Johnson. So now it's also worth talking about the fantasy impact of these Houston running backs, which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> like Tyrod Taylor's going to be flying out off of waiver wires since, in a few hours. Since. Yeah. Like, like us uh, before on t- besides Arian Foster. Mm-hmm. Like when Aaron Foster was there, like Houston hasn't had anybody mm-hmm. when it came to running back, and now they do, and, and they have like three of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the we least expected it too. Yeah, like Houston. What is crazy is the AFC South. Is probably going to be one. Uh, well, it's it's definitely going to be the Titans are definitely winning it, but it might be a ten win s- scenario. 
only because everybody is so hard. It's just, it's just tough teams. They have angry people on their team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just yeah. mean, angry people. We're tough. We're gonna beat you up. Yeah, and I, you know, you spend all summer hearing, "Oh, you're gonna suck. Oh, you're the worst team in the league. Oh, the you know the Colts own you. The Titans own you now. You know you are you're irrelevant. You know your your quarterback has an oily butthole. You're you know and." Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd get tired of that. I'd play angry. Yeah, I mean, like the the Texans. I the Texans are the biggest surprise for me because with all the distractions, with with all the distractions because of Deshaun Watson and everything, with Mm -hmm. uh, all the sexual allegations, which are probably false, Mm -hmm. but like, uh, it's still like. I mean, well, uh, I mean, if even if they aren't aren't false, like if it's real, and like he did actually, you know, but like, I don't know how somebody has the time to rape twenty three people. So it sounds like it's just a cash grab, mm. but uh, still, like. And he's and he's like, I'm never playing for Houston again because I hate the city of Houston because the city of Houston is trying to get my money. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, also, um, last year, week seventeen. Um, after the yearly uh, Derrick Henry 250-yard three-touchdown game. Uh, so, you know, Houston had just finished 4-12 and 12 or whatever, and J.J. Watt and Deshaun Watson were walking back to the tunnel, and J.J. Watt, just, he just pats him on the shoulder and just says, I'm sorry, man. Like, you know, we yeah. deserve better than this. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that was the moment too because he, he as a quarterback, he did. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna you know speak on guilty or not guilty. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm gonna hate on that team as much as I can, but yeah, not to the point where I'm you know accusing somebody of being a sex pest when they're not. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, nobody. Yeah. Nobody really knows. Because yeah. the way the allegations are coming out, it's like I, I nobody knows what's actually happening. Regardless, he needed he needed yeah. to change the scenery. They needed a new place. Yeah, and, yeah. I think um, I think this is really just so cool for Tyrod Taylor. I yeah, mean, I thought I thought his career was over. You know, imagine having your lung punctured by a doctor of all people. Yep. And yeah. 
you know, to he, make that mistake. Yeah, he <laughs> got you know he got kicked to the curb in Cleveland before that, and he's just the fact that he didn't just throw his cleats and say fuck this, you know, I'm gonna go work for Fox Sports One or something. That's just somebody who loves, you know, loves the game and will take any snap they can get. Yeah. Uh, No, Tyler Taylor, like, when he was in Buffalo, he was winning games. You know, he's he's winning games everywhere he was. Yeah, he's always been good. Yeah, I I don't know why there's a negative stigma about him. Like I don't know what the stigma about him is. Like he he wins games. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I I haven't seen it. Like he has a positive record. Mm-hmm. Like if if you have a winning record as a quarterback, like that's usually a good sign. Yeah. I mean, he has a better record than Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. but everybody is putting Matthew Stafford on this cloud, you know, like... Because I'm also happy to play football in January for the first time in his life. (laughs) I don't think he's going to play football in January, though. I I think, uh, because the thing is, that division is so tough. Yeah. I... Unless all four, well, the thing is, because now that they have seven teams in the playoffs, it's possible that all four of those teams make it. Hmm. But, uh, like, I really think the Rams are the weakest team in the in the west. Mm-hmm. And when you when you look at everything. Like the Niners the Niners have a better defense. They also like well Mostert got injured so now their running game has a little bit of a lag but I mean you know, Seattle it's Seattle. Yeah. The defense is a question mark, but Russ can throw five touchdowns every game, so Exactly. That's the thing. Like and then like if Arizona does what they did last week every week, nobody's touching them. Yeah. And yeah, they're they're gonna get some attention now. Uh yeah. And hopefully hopefully that you know, and when we have that all in the rear view, I'm hoping of course that just meant that the Cardinals were good, not that the Titans were bad, but we'll see. Um good yeah. news for Tyrod Taylor. Great news for Tyrod Taylor. He gets to pray he gets to play against the Browns, the Bills, and the Chargers this year. Yeah. Like so the, I'm gonna be rooting for him in all three of those games. Yeah, I was gonna say three teams that are going to go out of their way to lose for him. So yeah, I mean, like 
yeah, the 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 Browns are the the Browns are great at losing. The Browns is the Browns. The Chargers are also great at losing. Yes. The Bills are the best at losing because they yeah. lost four Super Bowls in a row. Never There's forget. nobody who can do that. That is the greatest losing streak of all time. I don't know if a team will ever lose two in a row again. I mean, mean, no. I think that the best chance we'll have for a while would be the Chiefs doing it again this year. Uh, But (laughs) that'd be something. I agree with it. So you think if one team were to collapse in the NFC West, you think it would be the Rams? Uh yeah, just because, just because it's a new, completely new quarterback and everything else, and uh, their running back is injured. Yeah, um, I mean, so. Hey, Todd Gurley's a free agent. Yeah, uh, Todd Gurley's available, but I don't <laughs> know if he's going to be. Uh, I don't think he fits the same role that Cam Akers does. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I um, there's something that, like I, there's something about Sean McVay. I'll never win a Super Bowl vibe. He just like a flash in the pan kind of vibe. You know, he's gonna be good for his whole coaching career. But that one really boring Super Bowl is the only one he'll ever get to as a head coach. Yeah, that's probably what the case is. That's like that's the vibe I get from Sean McVay. Yeah, like um, I don't think he's really that good of a coach. How long until Aaron Donald gets tired of having no rings? I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Donald leaves the team in two years. When his contract's up. That's what I was, I was checking on his contract, yeah. But uh, one moment, we have to uh, kick to our sponsors. All right. Mm-hmm. 